You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Mousecapades listeners, we're here waiting to get into Hollywood Studios right now. We're trying to uh, make it to Toy Story Midnight Mania because it is in the same tier as the Rock and Roller Coaster. We have to pick which one we want to fast pass for, so we usually get here early so that we can try to get at least one good ride on Toy Story Midway Mania. We'll check back with you later. Well, we rode Toy Story Midway Mania. It never disappoints. And we got to ride on the third track for the first time. It was very nice. You didn't have to climb up the stairs. It just takes you around the other side of the other two tracks. Joey was the winner on this game. He got 200, 6,800. So he was the winner of our family. We won't even announce ours because they were way lower. So now we are enjoying a Starbucks beverage on our snack points that we keep getting told we have too many of and we need to start using them because our trip is half over. So we will talk to you soon. We're waiting for our rock and roller coaster fast pass to be time. Advance. Listen, I'm going to need a bigger 
Make it a stretch. In fact, make it a super stretch. Okay. Okay, folks. Look, the show is all the way across town. But I got you a really fast car. Okay, wait. It's out in the alley. Hey, guys. as much as we obviously did. They say that Hollywood is a town built on dreams, and one of its greatest dreamers was Walt Disney. Walt believed that any height could be scaled if you knew the secret of making dreams come true. Well, he certainly knew that secret. He touched the hearts of millions of people around the world. The story of Walt's life is truly an amazing one, and no one can tell it better than Walt himself. My dad worked as a carpenter in the world's fire buildings. He eventually ended up in Chicago as a contractor. And he was doing that when I was born. December 1901. But my dad made some money as a contractor. And he wanted to get back to the farm. And he finally ended up buying this farm in Marceline, Missouri. And it was a beautiful farm. But it was not the kind of farm to make a living on. Things got pretty tough on the farm. My dad had a sickness. So my dad sold the farm, took the money, and went to Kansas City. And my dad bought this uh, Kansas City Star route. And they gave me a route. I was about nine or ten when I started that. Winter, we'd go out at 3.30 in the morning right after a blizzard or in a blizzard. Or in pouring rain. It didn't matter. I did that for six years. It was tough. 
it seems that everywhere Walt's father turned, he found failure. And the constant struggle took its toll on the family. One by one, the children began to leave home. Then came the day Walt woke up to find his best friend, his brother Roy, had gone as well. My brother had joined the Navy, so I wanted to join him. Well, I was still a year too young, I was 16. Finally, this kid came in to me very excited. He said, there's something, something just for me here that you and I can get in. I said, what is it? He said, an ambulance unit. I was in Paris, 3rd September, when Pershing pulled up. Paris, which had been this exciting thing, with all the soldiers and things, suddenly there wasn't a soldier to be seen. And I suddenly became very lonesome. So then I went in and put a request in to be discharged. So I hit Chicago. That's where my parents were living. And I said, Dad, I want to be an artist. And my dad, he, he just couldn't buy that. So I pulled stakes and moved to Kansas City. Roy was in Kansas City working in a bank. One of the fellows working with Roy said, say, I have a couple of friends and have an art shop. So I went up with these samples, and there were all these corny things I'd done in France. Well, by gosh, they hired me. I mean, right on the spot. So I put the camera home, and then I started experimenting. On my own there. So then I went into this Kansas City film editor. Well, that was where I got started in the animation business. So I was thinking if I had something with a novel twist, I might crack the market. But I still couldn't get anywhere with it. I'd failed. I learned a lot out of that. And I think it's, I think it's important to have a good hard failure when you're young. I packed all my worldly goods in a cardboard suitcase. I went to Hollywood. Arriving there with just $40 in my pocket for my Kansas City ventures. Now my brother Roy was already in Los Angeles. Both of us were unemployed. We solved the problem by going into business for ourselves. We established the first animated cartoon studio in Hollywood. Walt's dream was finally coming true. He had his first commercial success. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. And Walt himself was lucky enough to marry the girl of his dreams, Lillian, a pretty ink and paint girl who worked at his studio. Then he was dealt a tough blow. On a trip to New York City, he learned that through a contract loophole, he had lost ownership of Oswald. And to make matters worse, the distributor had signed away all of Walt's artists. Devastated. Mm. He headed back home to California. But something happened along the way that would change his world forever. Mickey Mouse came into our life. He popped out of my mind onto a drawing pad on a train ride from Manhattan to Hollywood at a time when the business fortunes of my brother Roy and myself were at lowest ebb and disaster seemed right around the corner. His first actual screen appearance was at the Old Colony Theater in New York in Steamboat Willie. He was the first cartoon character to stress personality, and I thought of him from the first as a distinct individual. I did the voice. Hang on, pal. Here's the 
Mickey was simply a little personality assigned to the purposes of laughter. <laughs> Mickey fitted the need exactly. He brought in the money which saved the day. He enabled us to explore our medium and he paved the way for our more elaborate screen ventures. Today, I want to share with you some of our ideas for Disney World. Here in Florida, we have something special we never enjoyed at Disneyland, the blessing of size. There's enough land here to hold all of the ideas and plans we could possibly imagine. Everything in this room may change time and time again as we move ahead. But the basic philosophy of what we're planning for Disney World is going to remain very much as it is right now. We know what our goals are. We know what we hope to accomplish. And believe me, it's the most exciting and challenging assignment we've ever tackled at Walt Disney Productions. Well, after 40 some odd years in the business, my greatest reward, I think, is that I've had the, the public uh, appreciate and accept what I've done all these years, that is a great reward. And I think by this time, uh, my staff, my group of executives are convinced that Walt is right, that, that quality will out. And I think that'll hang on after, if I'm, after Disney. Walt Disney once said, I hope that we never lose sight of one thing it was all started by a mouse but we know it was really all started by a man a man with a dream and a mouse We are now at the Sci-Fi Restaurant. So just to recap, we've already done Toy Story Midway Mania. We took a picture in front of Tower of Terror of the Kids. We took a family picture in front of Rock and Roller Coaster. We rode Rock and Roller Coaster and Brad recorded it. Then we went to One Man's Dream and watched the video. Also got some recording. There's lots of pictures to be shared, so make sure you're checking out our Mousecapades Facebook page. We're back at Hollywood Studios after our power nap. We're currently waiting for season's greetings on Sunset Boulevard, which is the new projection show on the Hollywood Tower of Terror. We will let you know what we think. Kaylee will be giving you her review.
So we just finished season's greetings on Sunset Boulevard. As always, Disney delivered. It is a cool projection on the Tower of Terror ride, just like they do at Magic Kingdom on the castle. It has some cool introductory TV scenes. Some of them are done by the elves. Some of them are done by uh, the gourmet from the Muppets. And Buzz and Woody also introduce the song. It is very, very well done. We enjoyed it, especially the part where it snows on us while we're watching it. We just finished watching Jingle Jam, Jingle Bam. Now, they had this last year, but it didn't seem as over the top as it was this year. They have projections on Grauman's Chinese Theater, which makes me happy because they closed Great Movie Ride four years before the next thing that's going to go in there. So at least they're using their buildings for something productive. I assume that that's where also the Star Wars show is, and it'll continue all through the year. I don't know if they'll change up the show, like have a summer one or whatever, but it was very well done. Music was played. There was... uh, like a storyline to it where the elves had to search for Santa and lots of fireworks with it. I took a little bit of video footage, so I will post that on our Mousecapades Facebook page later. I also took several pictures of the fireworks and the projections. So even though I'm sad still that the Osborne Lights is gone, I think that they've done two very good replacements of that to make you feel like it's Christmas here in Florida. After the shows, we decided to have dinner here in Hollywood Studios at the Disney ABC Commissary. Now, we've eaten at the ABC Commissary a lot in the past years, and we recommend it to people for a quick-serve meal because it is more like a sit-down meal. Uh, But it's even more like a sit-down meal because today when we got there, instead of having to wait in these humongous lines after you order your food, waiting for them to say your name to get your order... The lady gave me a pager, much like they have at Be Our Guest, if you've ever eaten there. And the pager tracks where you are in the restaurant. And the waiters and waitresses delivered the food to you with plastic silverware that looks silver like true silverware wrapped up in a napkin. It's very well laid out now. We always liked ABC Commissary, but we like it even better now because it was not as congested. And in fact... I know that they always tell you not to eat at dinner time, which we typically don't. We typically eat like dinner at 3.30 or 4 if we're going to eat in a park. But we ate after the show, so it was about 7. And it was a really good time because there were not tons and tons of people. So if you're looking for a choice, shoot for 3 or 4 o'clock or 7 or after to have dinner, especially in a quick serve place. So, we've had a pretty full day here at Hollywood Studios, and now we're about to end the day with the last performance of Fantasmic. It's going to be great. For it can also expand your greatest fears into an overwhelming nightmare. Are the powers of Mickey's incredible imagination strong enough and bright enough to withstand the evil forces that invade Mickey's dream? 
you are about to find out. For we now invite you to join Mickey and experience Fantasmic, a journey beyond your wildest imagination. <coughs>
introduced our night by watching one of our favorite shows of all time, Fantasmic. We went to the 9 o'clock show because we had other things that we wanted to do beforehand. And to be honest, it was a wise choice on our part because there was not as many people as there were in the first showing at 7 o'clock. Um, it is a lights and water firework show. And if you ever get the opportunity to see it, you definitely should go and see it. So we hope you've had a good day with us, and we will see you tomorrow because we're headed back to Epcot. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast, brought to you by our friends at themagicalmouse.com. Be our guest, put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. Mousecapadespodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.